You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Everybody, we are live from the Doubletree by Hilton Tucson Convention Center here wow, in Tucson. Wow, oh, we have wow. the, the PHNX Coyotes diehards are here. This wow. is awesome. Great environment. Just watched an awesome preseason finale for the Arizona Coyotes. But we're going to talk a lot about the Tucson Roadrunners because when we're down the I-10, that's what we do. So thank you all so much for tuning into the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig and Petey as always, and we are excited to to welcome a special guest, a first-time guest of the show, in fact. What the heck? How did that Tucson how did it take so long? I don't know. I don't know. Way too long. <laughs> Tucson Roadrunners GM, John Ferguson Jr. John, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. I watch you guys all the time. Great to be here. Awesome. I'm sorry that Petey didn't offer you a beer. He's just drinking <laughs> by himself <laughs> right now. He's the um, only one. Selfish party of one. <laughs> no, we can we can thank Nick for that. Yes, yeah. thanks, Nick. That's, <laughs> that's actually how it goes around here most of the time, John. But <laughs> let's get right to the Tucson Roadrunners. First of all, John, do you even know where you are right now with all the travel you've been doing lately yeah certainly oh yeah it's great to be back here uh, i enjoy this place um you know i've been back here a number of times the last couple of years uh, regularly obviously and, and up and down the highway uh, back to uh, scottsdale and tempe and and uh, parts uh, in the east as well john i know there are a couple more roster cuts coming from the coyotes but a large part of the tucson roster is here now we've talked about this a lot over the last few years how Eventually, we were going to start seeing some of those big prospects filter through Tucson. You're, you're going to see the growth process, the development process at work, the future of the Coyotes at work. Where are we at in that whole process right now? Yeah, that's a good question. But, uh, what we're starting to see is some some of these seeds starting to germinate. Uh, we got some guys. Josh Stone is here. Uh, Akuratu came over from Finland. Um, you got Zuber in yeah. here. Uh, you know, augmenting what we've already got in place. You know, some good young players. Uh, obviously, Carconi moved his way up, um, and we've got others that are ready to take that step. Koya Chonuk pushing, Kesselring pushing as well. Uh, there are others. Karate had a real strong uh, preseason, and, and uh, we brought in some new players. But uh, we're really excited about some of the youth coming through, some of the guys we've drafted. Uh, obviously, we watched Cooley today here. Uh, we don't expect him to be back in Tucson <laughs> anytime soon. Thanks uh, for clarifying that. It's, it's, uh, it's safe to say that, uh, but uh, it was great to see him today as well. Yeah, yeah he was great. Wait, one, of the, one of the things I wanted to know, John, and, and we've talked about this when we had Steve Potvin on the show, it's, it's the balance from this club in Tucson of development plus success. And, and, and how, do you, how do you just you know, get between winning hockey games but you have to develop players too, and how do you how do you walk that fine line? That's a great question, and, and uh, you know I've said this a long time. And winning and development are not mutually exclusive here in the American Hockey League, and they're not mutually exclusive to what we're doing in Tucson and, and uh, up the road in Arizona. Um, we think one just just helps the other, and and you know we play to win every night. Uh, our guys come to practice every day uh, to compete with each other, make each other better, um, and we we practice healthy internal competition every day in practice on and off the ice all week uh, and then externally uh, against the opponents uh, so our guys are competing for roles competing for ice time pushing each other and then competing together uh, to get w's on the weekends for those who might not understand you know how the ins and outs of your role how do you work with bill armstrong like what's your your day-to-day kind of correspondence especially with these two teams because there's a lot of movement between the clubs as the year goes on yeah there is a ton of movement um you know uh, we're, we're in we're in communication bill and i and and others in the organization obviously uh, you know regularly certainly uh, oftentimes multiple times a day and if we're not in the same city or in, in the same office uh, at the same time um you know 
So anything, uh, obviously, I'm directing, you know, heading up this part of the organization and, and our minor league operations, uh, but also uh, assisting and overseeing some of the uh, pro side and, and uh, you know, down the stretch when we have multiple uh, high picks, uh, I can lend my, uh, you know, insight to those who have a great deal of expertise on that side as well, leading into the draft and, and uh, our guys of, of uh, you know, we've accumulated, you know, so much draft capital, uh, yeah. some yeah. Ways, much of which we still have, um, right. and, and a credit to Bill and his plan and this organization um, sticking to that plan, and, and uh, uh, we're just seeing it through, and, and you know we're probably right right in lockstep as we come through uh, here in Tucson, and, and uh, you know bringing in some of these younger players and, and growing some already that we moved up, uh, and, and you know very much looking forward to improving what we have right now. I don't want to get too granular. I don't want to ask you about every player on the roster, but a couple guys that you just mentioned. I think, first off, you were the first one to say to me, hey, keep an eye on Maximilian Zuber. He's ahead of schedule. What have you seen? What what convinced you that he was making those sorts of strides? Yeah, it- we, you know, we saw it, and credit to our uh, amateur staff and the guys over in Germany, and, and uh, because you know, he wasn't readily apparent um, to most people. Um, and when he got here at development camp, um, you know, his hockey sense just stood right out, even in practice, uh, around the net, mm. his body positioning, stick positioning, puck-making decisions. Um, and, and, you know, we just need to keep him getting stronger and more fluid and, and working on his edging and, and, and um, efficiency of stride, power, those kinds of things. But what he has in terms of hockey IQ and decision-making with the puck and with and without the puck is tremendous. And, and uh, you know, we think it, it translates someday, projects to be an NHL defenseman. One more guy I want to ask you about who's going to be on the show very shortly here, Josh Doan. Um, there are – he had a phenomenal rookie faceoff, right? You, you looked at the points he put up, and, and people can look at the, the short sample, the small sample, and say, wow, uh, this guy might be ready for the NHL right now. Of course, that's not how you evaluate players not only do you not evaluate him in the short term, you're looking at a whole lot of other things. You've talked to me. You've mentioned the term over and over again, overbake. What's what's the plan for Josh Dillon for this season? Well, he, he's right on. I mean, he's right on schedule. And, and the beauty of, of the development model that we have in place here, he he came out of school, came out of ASU at the end of last year, and took advantage of it. Played close to 13 games. Played all three of our. Uh, first round games against Coachella went all the way to the final, obviously, and lost at home in Game Seven. Uh, but he stayed in our lineup right through the playoffs, and we had we had extra bodies, and, and you know that showed a lot of us, um, you know, where he was at on the ice mentally, uh, and he he got to know what he needed to work on off the ice, and give him credit, uh, he really got stronger, he got more explosive, uh, he gained some efficiency in his stride, and and all of his hockey IQ and his ability to strip pucks and shoot pucks. Um, you know, really jumped off the page in, at the rookie tournament uh, and didn't end there. You know, he did it again in the preseason. And, yeah. and uh, you know, so, you know, it's hard to say he's ahead of schedule uh, because he's more of a late blooming, you know, prospect. Right. But uh, it's great to see what he did and give him credit for what he did this offseason. Can you talk about the defense you have on this team? I look at, at the Roadrunners, projected Roadrunners. I know the, the roster hasn't come out finally. But, yeah, Kesselring, we've talked about Zuber, Akuratu. You talk about guys that this looks like this is a pretty solid American League back end. How do you feel coming into the first game with the back end you're going with? Well, we like what we have. And, and uh, Camfer, you know, can be a leader for us in, in a lot of different ways. Great two-way player. Uh, been lots of NHL experience. Nicolia Chonok, Kesselring, uh, Zuber. We've got to get him back healthy. Ani Bucci, Karate, uh, and, and Patrick Cook from uh, Slovak. And, and yeah. uh, you know, so we think it's a good group. And, and we're as deep as we've been since I've been around yeah. here. And, and uh, um, we're looking forward to getting started. Um, we've got lots to work with. You know, up front, we're probably deeper uh, than, than we even need to be. But uh, we like that problem. Yeah, that's a good problem to have. On that note, there's, um, as I mentioned before we went live, we have a lot of Tucson Roadrunners fans here right now, I'm sure watching and listening. Um, and, of course, Coyotes fans like to keep tabs on what's going on with Tucson. Just from your point of view, what, what can Roadrunners fans' expectations be for this season in Tucson? I know it's hard to say with a lot of moving parts, but what, what yeah. is the goal this season? Well, we want to be a, a, a team that's hard to play against every night. We want to be a team that expects to win. Um, we want to be a playoff team, and, and you know, hopefully we can be better than that. But uh, we know we want to be better in December than we are today out of the gate, and we need to be even better in March. And, and we think um, you know, we've got capability to get better 
throughout the year and, and uh, you know, hopefully do some damage in the playoffs. One more thing I had, John, too, is we, we know that there's going to be injuries with the big club. Yes. Uh, and you're going to have to get guys to come in from down here. And, and it, it, my question is, how does that process happen between you and Bill and the coaching staff? Like, How do you decide, okay, it's this guy? Well, we sit here and go, well, gosh, we thought it should be this guy because he's leading the team in scoring. But <laughs> how do you come up with who goes and makes that spot? Well, I mean, it's interesting. You know, we had a couple guys blocking shots today. Uh, on, on defense, and we're not sure where they're going to be in two days. Yeah. You know, so that conversation just occurred right after the game. Uh, you know, it was a rare occurrence, but but it was a great opportunity. Bill was in the room, Bears in the room, our coaches from Tucson are in the room. So uh, we just had that discussion. We're going to have, you know, we expect to have probably one or two of our defensemen practicing up top on Monday. So um, you know, this thing happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, these things change. You got to get through the game before you make plans for two days from now. If we get, you know, a game that we just played. Yeah, John Ferguson, breaking news on the show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. Well, oh, listen, boy. thank you. Uh, we've been wanting to do this for a while. We should, yeah. we should probably do it for longer. We should have you on for an entire show, but I love to. It's a long drive back to the Valley. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's admit that. Yeah. So. <laughs> we appreciate your time and really looking forward to chatting with you more this season. I think there's gonna we're going to see a lot of uh, movement Wait. between the Coyotes yes. and Roadrunners. So. Yeah, we'll be back sure. down here, too. That, that's Good. our plan. Anyway. Yeah, Excellent. absolutely. Excellent. So. Great to have you here. Thanks for coming, John. Thank you. Thanks, well, thanks so much, John. Appreciate your time. All right. Uh, well, as we, uh, I know we're we, waiting for that other kid. Where did yeah. Where did he go? Was he in here? I don't know. Not yet. All right, he you're you're good to go, John. So okay. at any time, safe Excellent. travels back Great. to the valley. Um, <laughs> as we uh, transition here and go find our next guest, PD's literally going to find him physically are you, right are you now. Leaving the set here. He is, is leaving that what's the set. Here? It's totally fine. Oh, we got a round of applause for John Ferguson Jr. He deserves it. It's been a great day here in Tucson. Maybe shouldn't tell John that, you know, maybe we were had a couple drinks earlier at Illegal Pete's. I did at least. And, you know, it was I, Emma's fault. Emma talked me into it. It, it is I, true. I wasn't going to drink until Emma made me. Not a, yeah, it is true. Um, but I walked right into the Illegal Pete's. I went right upstairs. And what did I see right in front of me? A Four Peaks Wow Wee banner like hanging from the second story of Illegal Pete's. And I thought I need to get a Four Peaks Wow. And that is what I did. And that was a great way to start my day at around 1 p.m. today. Um, Petey is... Definitely Peace. drinking Four Peaks. Yeah, because he's not even on the set right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know where he went. Where this is, we are off the rails this is, here. This is classic, by the way. This is just, this is classic. Um, but in the meantime, I'll tell you about Four Peaks, and it is the best time for Four Peaks because it's pumpkin porter season. That's my favorite, personally. And at the Four Peaks H Street Pub, they have a ton of fun stuff going on. Stein Holding, Oktoberfest, and the Haunted Brewery Tour. If you haven't done that, it's so fun. Great to put you in the, the vibe for Halloween and spooky season. So you can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. How's well, it going? It's good. I just I wanted to go visit with people. And I wanted to walk John <laughs> hey, out. Hey, yeah, we walked John out. We're, well, you guys got the computers. I, I'm I mean, not, we, I don't feel like I'm part of the show today. We can, we, we can talk a little bit about this game because, you know, wait, listen. Not here, yet. He, not yet. She's got, a, I got another I'm just going to shut up. That's why I left. Off yeah. the, by the way, I was sitting here for like 15 minutes by myself waiting for these two. Yep. Just saying. We were working. Yeah. We were working. We were. And yeah. do you know how much waiting around doing nothing? And I, you haven't seen the shots I took? They were horrible. They were really bad. Like yeah. I started it was, tripod, it was bad. But then I had to go up here. And it was really bad. It was a whole thing. I don't know if those will ever see the light of day, but it's okay. It was a good uh, <laughs> um, There's plenty of sports. Oh, oh, oh hello. We're live on the show. What's up? Hi. Here. Do you want to wave, wave to the... Wave, wave to the, to camera, the camera over here. Right there. Yeah. Hi, See what's the, your name? Rosie. Rosie? Hi, Rosie. Rosie's loving it. Awesome. Rosie a star here. Yes. Look at that. Chris Canfield's oh, got, got the belt, the belt on the show. This is great. All this is kinds great. Of photo oh, my gosh. So here. nice to meet you. We'll hang He's around until after the, the show. We'll say hello. Yeah. Can you can we talk about the donuts before we talk about the hockey no. game? Sure, no. Sure, we can do that. We can talk about the donuts later. This is just, we're off the rails. I swear. Okay. There's a lot going on here and in the sports world. Um, we got MLB playoffs. D-backs play tonight. We got Cardinals playing tomorrow. We have Suns preseason. There's so much happening. I don't know where to keep up. Check out Fubo TV because they have it all in one place. 140 plus channels of live sports shows, movies and news, a thousand hours of cloud DVR at no extra charge. You can watch all your favorite college football and the NFL and the MLB playoffs with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com slash PHNX to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. All right. Now we can talk. About whatever game we want. Let's go game, game first. Let's talk game about first. the game. Because I want to establish something here. Um, 
We're waiting for Josh Doan, but the last name says it all in terms of waiting for him. He's a Doan toy. He's right there. Oh, oh. see, we're chirping him, too, because he's late. Here he Just comes. like his dad. <laughs> Just like timing. his dad, he's late. <laughs> Here, he gets oh, a round of applause. Here he comes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Josh Doan, a big round of applause for Josh Doan. All right. Well, Josh Doan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for stopping by. We really appreciate your time. You got in late last night, didn't you? Yeah, I think we got in five. Five in the morning? Oh, buddy. Five in the morning? Did you get to nap today at least? A little bit. Oh, my God. Watching college football and I'm so sorry. Do we wake you from that nap, buddy? No. And now he's like, oh, now instead of going to hang out with my teammates watching baseball, I get to come hang out with these guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it short. zero, so it's... Are they really? Yeah, it's playing over there, so... Oh, heck yeah. Oh, it's right there, too. Go D-backs. We should put the D-backs game on right on the table for Josh so we can keep an eye on it. Keep the ticker on. Just as much... Actually, you're probably the reason that your dad is a baseball junkie, right? Like, he's told me that he learns everything from you. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's pretty big into, like, baseball and everything, but he... If, if his team does well, then he takes credit. If it does bad, he blames me. It's kind of how it goes. So. <laughs> of course. Of That's course. Oh, man. Well, Josh, you've made it through your first NHL training camp now from beginning to end. One, tell us how you're feeling. And, and two, what did you think of the experience? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I think it was it was huge for me to get that, just the understanding how the game's going to work at that next level and, and the pace of play. Um, it's it's a little bit more structured than, than any other hockey you've ever played. So to get in there and experience that was cool. And then to get on the ice with the guys in practice and, and to learn from Coach Trigney and, and the other coaching staff about what their style is and how they want you to play so that if you do end up getting getting called up at some point or playing for the team at some point, you kind of have a little bit of understanding of what they're looking for and, and what they want out of you. Josh, I just wrote about you today, but I, I, I want for, for maybe the people that haven't read the story yet, hopefully you've all read the story, by the way. <laughs> Plug City. Um, it was quite a summer for you. Um, can you just recap a little bit of what what we talked about today up up in the shoe swap and, and, and working with Greg, the, the the guy that's been training this family for a very very long time for a quarter century? Yeah, it, it was obviously a big summer for for me and and training and, and the Coyotes did an unbelievable job of setting it up early at, at the end of the year. And as soon as I was able to, to get in the gym with them, I was I was starting with them, and then they sent me home with a program to go up to Canada and and gave me the, what, what they thought I needed to, to help grow my game and, and certain things. And they reached out to Greg and they had a good conversation, Mitch and Greg, about what my plan should be for the year in the summer. And they came up with an unbelievable plan. And, and it's so far, it's been it's been helping. And then Greg beat you up yes, all summer. And he, <laughs> he made me feel the pain all summer. So, so, so what was your focus in particular? Obviously, last year was interesting. You went from college to, to Tucson and, you know, now you're coming into a full season of pro. What was your focus in the off season? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was pace of play for me. Um, and it's, it's something that goes to, to moving my feet and not just trusting my, my brain to do everything is kind of get my feet going behind behind my brain. And and the biggest thing, it wasn't necessarily speed, but just fast twitch muscles and, and making sure everything was going at the quickest that, that I could and, and not kind of sitting back and waiting for stuff to happen. Hey, look, at you started right at the rookie tournament where you, where you led this team in scoring at the rookie tournament. And then you go on to the preseason games to get the hat trick. Did you expect that? Or, or is it like, yeah, I think I can I can handle this? Or was it a little bit of surprise to you? Because I'll be honest, for me, it was a little bit of surprise that you, wow, like that you, that you developed that quickly. Yeah, I, I think it was it was something that I looked forward to all summer and and was showing off that that I could that I could play at a, a higher pace and and could take my game to another level. I think it's it's something that I, I focus on my whole life isn't isn't focusing on points and is going out and and making making plays happen and being a dis- disturbance on the forecheck and stuff like that and using my stick to to create great opportunities for me and my teammates. But I think going into that rookie tournament, you get you get to feel good about yourself playing with guys like Geeky and Cooley and Gunther and. You get a connection with those guys that, that you can take with into preseason. Uh, luckily, Geeks and I got to play a couple games together, which was was really nice. And when you get an opportunity to play with a guy like him, he's he's another smart hockey player. And and when you play with him, he you know he's going to get you the puck. So I think it was something like going into it is I knew I was going to have an opportunity to play with good hockey players. So to to put aside all the worrying and just focus on moving my feet and, and getting it on the forecheck is two things I need to work on and, and use as my strengths. I want to back up for just a little bit here and. and reference of that Leah was just talking about when you left ASU there were there were people then that's that were saying is it too early is he leaving a year too early you were certain of it and I know you talked to I don't know how many people were advising you then before you you came to a decision what convinced you that you were ready to take this next step which now 
clearly was the right move for you. Yeah, I think it's uh, when we were talking about it, my family and I was it was never to get settled at the level you're at. And and that's something that if if you're going to a level that's going to make you push every single day, then you're going to get better doing it. And and that was the biggest focal point for me is there was question marks as, of whether I was ready or not for, for the USHL when I went there and, and then ended up being a good decision. The same thing going into ASU, there was a little bit of if I was strong enough or fast enough to play college hockey. And the, the biggest point in our family was to make sure that if I'm going to move on, it's going to be something I got to go every day and, and work for it. And if you get stuck in the same spot and get settled, then it, it can kind of decay your, your progress moving forward. So that was the biggest focal point was was just making sure that I was going into a better place for myself and, and somewhere where I was going to be able to grow. And I think the the, the decision was, was one that was a whole family decision. But at the end of the day, my dad made sure that I was making it myself. Yeah, yeah you had mentioned at one time that he's like the least helpful. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's literally done everything and has the best <laughs> advice. Right. No, it's it's, it's yeah. done. You could, now you've been in Tucson. Now you've played... You've played a preseason game now with the Roadrunners. Where do you see yourself fitting into this club? What's your role going to be with Tucson? Yeah, I think there's always parts of my game that I want to expand on and, and whether or not it's working on the PK a little bit still down here and doing stuff like that, but but getting comfortable playing against pro guys on a power play and, and getting comfortable playing top six minutes in, in, in a professional league with, with really skilled guys. I played with uh, Nathan Smith and John Leonard last night who are both unbelievable players and, and just learning from them. Those are two guys that have played NHL games and and know what it's like up there, and, and have done well in the NHL. So when you get an opportunity to play with them, kind of don't take it for granted and, and learn from them every single night. Does your mindset change at all? As I talked about before, this is kind of your first time going into a full season of pro last year. Again, you made the jump. Do you have an, any sort of different mindset now entering a full year of pro versus you know last year when you made the jump? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm a little bit more comfortable now than, than I was more, more going into last year with the jump. Um, um, I'm excited. I'm I think the, the biggest thing is just to focus on having fun and, and enjoying the game because if you focus too much on all the other things, then you're going to get distracted from, from development. And So I go to the rink every day with, with a smile and, and going there to learn and, and to get better. So I think that was the, the focal point last year was just to get settled in and try to figure out what I was doing. And then this year's to, to move on and, and to figure out where, where my game can stand at the AHL level. All right, Josh, the, the important question now. Break down Dodgers Diamondbacks for us. <laughs> yeah. The D-backs just hit a home run while we were sitting five, here, by the way. It's 5 nothing. Who what hit that? it? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's got to be Gabby. Somebody, somebody, comment, somebody comment what happened in the yeah, game. Somebody but. let us know on the chat. <laughs> be Gabby Moreno. When you go to the <laughs> rink, when you go to the rink every day now, and everybody's goal in the American League is playing the National Hockey League. It just is. I mean, that's what you want to be doing. Do you? Are you able to, to parse that and go, okay, I have to focus on what I need to do today? Or, do you, or is it? gosh, I really want to be there. You know what I mean? Is, that, is it always in the back of your mind? I think it's away from the rink. It's always going to be there. Is You're always wishing to be in the NHL. That's the goal of anyone in, in the AHL and everyone as a kid is you want to get to the NHL level. But when you're at the rink, I, I try my hardest to, to just focus on getting better and, and the rest of it will kind of take care of itself. If, if I'm getting better every day at the rink, then I'm moving in that direction rather than thinking about it and not doing really much to go in that, that direction. But yeah, Petey sidetracked me here, but I, I really want to know how big a Diamondbacks fan are you? You are you are a junkie, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm Do a you go to the games? Uh, yeah, yeah, I went to a couple this summer when when I was in town. It, it, he was right; it was Moreno three yeah, run. Gabby, he's back. Awesome. See, he knows. He got a concussion they, last game. Yeah, he did. He got hit in, in, with Terrain a bat. Hit in the him head. in the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah they weren't even sure if he was going to play. Yeah, he yeah. should be on the Diamondbacks. This is now. This is now the Diamondbacks. Yeah, the Diamondbacks. Yeah, why not? He should be calling. We always we wanted his dad to call into that show, and he said I would, and then he doesn't answer the phone to schedule the appointment to get him on the show. Yeah, and then then we had Keith Yandel on, and Dad was supposed to come on, and then he came on. After he called left. 15 yeah. minutes too late. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it comes as no surprise to He's you. He's got so. bad timing. On this. <laughs> <laughs> really bad timing. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. Well, we'll let you get back we'll to the game, buddy. Going. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You Thank you so much, Josh. Really appreciate your time and good luck this season. Yep. Thank we'll you. keep right. up with you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Sounds All good. right. Thanks, Thank Josh. You. Go enjoy. Thanks, All right. Thank you again to Josh Doan. Round of applause from the people. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate his time as always. Wow. Well spoken, like his dad. Literally, his father's son to the absolute max. Um, oh, and uh, wow, great game going on behind us. D backs yeah, wow. up 5 nothing. We, we also have a Western on the wall here. We've got John Wayne on the wall here. And nobody's looking at that, no. Craig. We're all looking what, at I mean, the D backs. I will say right the, the atmosphere here at the Double Tree Hilton is fantastic. So if you are going to go to a game, what better place to stay? Because the rink's literally. Literally right there. Like we're looking at it. We're connected to it. You this don't even is... have to walk outside to go to the rink from the double tree. 
in Hilton. So if you, if you do want to double tree Hilton here in Tucson, if you do want to go to a game, stop by here, stop in the bar. Yeah, Stay it's overnight. a pretty cool bar, by the way. It is. Yeah. yeah. Really, oh, nice, awesome. really nice and hotel, Thanks for hosting too. us. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, before we move on, I was, you know, thinking about what should I, because, you know, Sean's not here. So I had to take some initiative on our DraftKings pick of the week. You did? And originally I was thinking, oh, I'll do a D-backs thing. Then I realized we'd be live during the, during the game. But too late. in Sean's honor, I must. Bill's money line. Tomorrow Fantastic. morning, London, London, 6.30 a.m. game. Oh, I'll be up. You think Sean's going to be up? No. I think I, I think so. Think so? I think he'll get up. Okay. Bill's, Bill, Bill's money line, because if it well, if it wasn't Bill's money line, it wouldn't be a DraftKings pick of the week. Minus 245, London, England. Book it. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. Um, you can bet on the D-backs to win this series. I don't think the odds would be very good to win the game. They just scored again. 6 nothing. Is this 6 nothing? I feel like we're doing a D-backs watch along right now. This is the first inning. This is, is it? Insane. The D-backs are a wagon. And by the way, if you haven't bought the D-backs wagon shirt, I recommend you do so. I bought mine. It is still not here. Hopefully it gets here in time for this series. Um, But the D-backs are a wagon, so you can go bet on them to win this series against the Dodgers right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, Get in on the action. And we got NFL all day tomorrow, so you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the pro the code PHNX and new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. That's code PHNX only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Whew. Wow, that was a mouthful. That Congratulations! Was, thank you. I made yeah. it. I made yeah. it through. Um, and listen, this is a. There's a lot going on today. We have a ton of sports. I don't think PHNX has ever been in so many places at once. That's true. And one of the places mm. that we are is the ASU Colorado game, which was a daytime start. So who's winning? I haven't checked. That's Craig's job. He's well, I keep getting bounced off the uh, internet here, so. Somebody in the I'm chat, trying. let us know who's winning that game. But for those that who went to that game, I hope they brought their Shady Rays because it was a sunny one. I was rocking mine on the drive down. So was PD. We were both wearing our Shady Rays down the I-10. Um, so if you haven't bought Shady Rays yet, it's 24-17 Colorado. Okay. Uh-huh. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Okay, anything you want to talk about from Josh and John before we move on to this game? Or are you guys ready to talk about the game? Let's talk a little preseason. Uh, mostly that... It's, it's, over. it's over. It's over. As, we as did I said, it. told you guys in the press box, you can't spell preseason hockey without... HK. HK. It's over. If you know, you know. So happy that the preseason is over. It was a long preseason, especially for us, Leah. Oh, my God. Well, I was, I was sitting there. But no, I didn't get to go But to I was Australia. sitting there. I was like, I can't believe it. First of all, I can't remember the last time I've been to three preseason games, let alone, like, two in Australia and one in Tucson. Like, what is, <laughs> what is that? Unbelievable. Not in the valley. so weird. So weird. But we made it. It's over. Um, and they really went out with a bang, I got to say. 7-1 final. Um, you had Carcone with multiple points liam o'brien with multiple points just as we all predicted from today (laughs) veggie almost got the shutout almost matt dumba three points um of course we got another incredible penalty shot goal from logan cooley Cooley. which we'll break down in a second (laughs) yeah but man you you got your pd's puck talk ready to go on that we'll tell about the cooley goal in a second i a couple things we've said when when we say we i mean me and i use that term a lot but it's just (laughs) Like you have to be very careful about preseason not getting too high or too low, and and I know yeah. this is a seven one victory for the Coyotes, and that's good. You'd rather have them win seven one than lose seven one. But again, walk away from it. It's not it you're nothing. playing you're playing an Anaheim team that one is is playing the their last aren't game. Great. They're not great for one, <laughs> two. They don't Sorry. care about this game. Nope. They want to get home. They mm-hmm. want to get home and get back to to. The, so this the score doesn't really matter. But we've always said. That you want to see individual players have good performances and you want to see the team start to come together and structure. 
And I think that that's what we've seen from from Australia to today. This team has gelled and become closer. And, and Craig got to talk yeah. to, to Andre after. Yeah, that's one of the things that Andre really emphasized. And we, we heard it at the beginning of the preseason that Australia was really going to benefit them because it was the NHL roster that was going almost basically exclusively the, the NHL roster. And he said at the end of it, yes, it, it definitely had a benefit. You feel like you've got a little bit of a head start because these guys have been playing together for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see, right? You, you don't know. We're, we're going to get into the season. We'll see if it pays dividends for them. But they like where they are right now. They've got a couple roster decisions to make. I don't think they're that difficult, to be honest. We've yeah. talked about this a lot. We kind of have an idea who's going to be left behind here in Tucson. But this this is an interesting season to me. I, I don't remember being as intrigued about a season as this one in a long time, to be honest. When, when, when I look at the roster, you, you could look at some of those Rick Tockett teams and say, okay, they're climbing, they're climbing, but yeah. you could see the flaws. And you didn't like the mixes of them yeah. either, right? There's yeah. always something that we're missing on those teams. Yep. And I think this team, you look at and go, gosh, the, the, from line one to line four, I, I don't think they're they're as deep and as strong as some of the teams in the Western Conference. Right. Let's, let's not kid ourselves that this isn't the Colorado Avalanche. But from but from their first to, to their 12th forward, that there's some NHL players here. For the first time, this is a deeper team up front, and yeah. they're going to have to sit out players on a nightly basis. And on the back end, we've said that's the concern. I still think... That, that, that's what's going to keep them from the playoffs. I, I don't think they have there. There are teams that have really deep top six, and I think you have to defend well to win. And yeah. I, I, Vegas Golden Knights defended extremely well to win the Stanley Cup. I think that's where their shortcoming is going to be. But to your point, I'm excited to see what this team can do, especially under a coach that brings the group together like he does. And they, I, I wouldn't bet against Andre Turney. Like he, mm-hmm. those guys play really, really yeah. hard for him. And I think that this is going to be a fun, exciting team to watch. And I tell you what, just the price of admission to watch number 92 play, yeah. that Logan Cooley kid can okay. play. Okay, I want to talk about him for a second because I know we're saying, oh, don't read too much into the preseason. But if you're going to be a rookie like Logan Cooley and make a splash in the preseason yeah. like and get everybody excited, he I feel like he's accomplished that to the max. I feel like almost every single preseason game he's played, he's had an amazing goal or play. And, you know, I know he's it's not going to be all – rainbows when yeah. he gets into the regular season he's gonna go through periods of struggle but what an exciting player he looks fast he looks mm. strong on the puck um and for the second game in a row he had an unbelievable penalty yeah. shot goal um and because this game was not broadcast on tv <laughs> and because we have great camera people like our good friend christopher canfield we have <laughs> a great video which we're going to show right now PD is going to do his PD's Puck Talk. Where's Chris Canfield? He's in here somewhere. Chris Canfield. Um, but right? if you're watching on YouTube, you can see um, this penalty shot. But what's interesting about this, Leah, is he does something different than he did in the shot against Gibson. Gibson, he comes in from the right, and this time he comes in from the left and goes slower. Against Gibson, he came in from the right and went faster, which just shows me that the kid's got more tools in his in his toolbox than, than some of the other players in the league. And I want to say this, and this is going to be a bold statement, Cotton, and you can actually clip this. I've watched a lot of Connor Bedard over the last week. I've watched every game he's played in the preseason. And as of right now, today, Logan Cooley's been better. And I know Ooh, we're, there only, it is. But we're only saying it's, it's only preseason. But but do you see the highlight Connor Bedard goal? Here, here's the highlights of Connor Bedard. And, and the kid's going to be amazing. Unbelievable hockey player. Oh, he beats a couple of defensemen. He's in on the goalie. Oh, and he doesn't score. Here's a penalty shot goal. Oh, and he didn't score. Oh, here's a pass that every kid from the age of 10 on up could have made as an assist to Connor Murphy. What an assist. Bullshit. Wasn't that good of it? He passed it. Like, come on. So head-to-head right now, Logan Cooley's involved physically. You saw him hit Zegras last night in the center of the ice. He's making great plays, playmaking-wise, and he's also putting the puck in the net. And here's one of the reasons why I think is there's a lot less pressure on Logan Cooley. Connor Bedard is the man, the face of that entire franchise. First line center, first guy in the power play. Every minute he's jumping over the boards. Cooley, it's like, you've talked to Andre Turney about him on the power play. You say, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Yeah. They'll have to earn it. Yeah. And so I think they'll be on the power play eventually him. when, who knows? That's yes. what he said tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I think that that's, I think the Coyotes are playing that card right. They're, they're, you're a second line center right now. Yeah. Relax. And, and I think that he's going to have to earn things. Your so, points on Bedard are good. Uh, by the way, clip that shade that he threw at Bedard so we can send a CHO. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, 
he, he, first, he's in that market too, right? So there, there's a lot more pressure from that. Way standpoint. more pressure. Just, uh, he's going to be under the microscope yes. a lot more. They're, they're just not going to allow him to escape it. Yep. It's just a reality of who he is. Logan Cooley's played in Arizona. That's going to help him. I liked what I saw tonight, and I don't know if we're going to see it. Yeah. He, his line mates tonight were Jason Zucker and Alice Kerfoot. Yeah. Those are two veterans who can protect him. They can play defensively. Kerfoot may not have the goal-scoring abilities of Dylan Gunther that Dylan Gunther may have. But right now, I mean, he can play with pace. He can keep up with Logan Cooley. So can Jason Zucker. I'm curious to see what happens there. I don't know how it's going to play out, but that was intriguing to see that line in the final game of the uh, final game of the preseason. And the one thing that, that you brought up, and I, I'm glad you did, the one thing that Kerfoot did is that Kerfoot was his speed. Yep. And, and I, Gunther's a really talented player. He's going to be a really good player. Ridiculous shot. goal scorer. Ridiculous shot. His, his, his shot is high, high, and can be goalies clean. Right now, though, I don't know if he's got the pace to keep up with, with a Logan Cooley. And, and I, Kerfoot excited me today. I like to see him. He was in on hard on pucks. And if he can get first guy in on a forecheck and get the puck to, to Zucker or Cooley, I tell you what, I'd want to be on Cooley's line. Because the kid's going to get you points. He's going to deliver pucks to the net, and he's going to get points on the board. So I, I we'll, we'll wait and see. I, I know Dylan Gunther's kind of locked into that spot right now. I think the coaching staff really believes they want to see the chemistry between those two young kids. And I think they're thinking more of the future than they sure. are today. They're thinking two years of, of Gunther and Cooley. Boy, I think where we're going to be two years from now when we're adding Simashev and Boot and and the, and the rest of that cast. Those two have had years to play together, and they may be right. Clearly, they're coaches, and we do this for a living. Um, but I like to see Cooley play with somebody that brings more pace. And the other thing we haven't seen is the defensive side of the puck that concerns me, because right now you're playing Anaheim in preseason. You're not playing the Colorado Avalanche in regular season, and I think Logan Cooley could be. Uh, a defensive liability to start. He's still a kid, and he's learning his way around yeah. the league. And if you put him with, you put him with Kerfoot, and you put him with Zucker, you put him with more experienced guys that know how to play in this league. I think that's an advantage for him going forward. But I do see the coach's perspective when you want to get that chemistry between those two young players. I still want to see how he adapts in the uh, you know, coaches. will talk about the stages of a season. It gets Bill will tell you it gets harder every ten games. Some guys break it up into quarters. You know, you you go for the. The, the first month, and then it, it ramps up around Christmas. It ramps yeah. up again after the All-Star break. The games just keep getting harder and harder. How will he adapt to all that? I have no doubt that he has the skill, the pace, yeah. the brain, all of that. But it's a hard league, and he's stepping in right from college. It's yeah. a big leap. He's so. never played 82 mm-hmm. games before, mm-hmm. and he's never played ever. And we we all know that the Coyotes are blessed with their schedule. <laughs> Not literally like they, they play Friday. So yeah. next week it's like, oh, okay, we're going to ease into it Friday. No games on Saturday or Sunday. Four games the next week. Yeah. Four games. Including so. they come back. This is the thing oh they God. always do oh to the Coyotes. God. They go, they're playing either in the Eastern or Central time zone. They come home and they, they have that one day in between before they play a home game. And that home game the next day is a matinee. So they don't even get to two days. It's, it's against the team, right? what they do. It's against Anaheim. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It is. I think yeah, it, it is. is. It is. I, I, I'm, 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 I was just talking to some of our diehards here before before the show, and one of the concerns I had is how well they've come off this preseason schedule, and then they have to go out east for the first four games against three teams that we all think are contending for, for the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Um, that's hard. And, and the Rangers, Devils, and Islanders are three teams that play well at home. They're, they play with pace. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they compete and are they able to to rack up any wins at all on that trip because it's one you want to start the season i like starting the season on the road i thought it did help bond you and and there are a lot of distractions on home opening night you've got family there it's just there's a so much show and extravaganza that sometimes it can take the folks away from the game so i like it i just wish it wasn't on the east coast and i wish it wasn't against these three potential playoff teams i think it's a hard it's a difficult start and, I, and we could be sitting here and I, I don't want to get people too excited one way or the other but this team could come back on four i mean they could and and it's and i, I don't think it's pushed the panic button at on four either because i still i still think this team is is improved enough from last year that i still think they're going to be a team that's going to have more points than they did a year ago i know we're going to do a coyote season preview show next week, but I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Aside from Logan Cooley, who everybody's going to be watching every night, who's a player that intrigues you on this team? Who, who are you really zeroing in on this season? Leo? Is there a guy? My first gut instinct was Matias Michelli. Same. Because I'm really interested in what he's going to do. It's his sophomore season, so that's always 
interesting. They call it the sophomore slump for a reason. Are players going to now recognize the kind of player he is and defend him differently? Is he going to shoot the puck more? We've seen him have success scoring goals this preseason. Again, it's the preseason. Um, I, is is he going to shoot at the net more? Yeah. <laughs> um, and in you're walking and talking with Lawson Kraus. Kraus actually mentioned that and, and <laughs> he mentioned. Hopes not. Mentioned, <laughs> yeah, seriously, please pass the puck. Yeah, um, but I, I, he's one that interests me because is he going to continue to rise? Is he going to fall? Is he going to still be that elite passer, or is he going to shoot the puck more? Yeah, and I think we've seen from training camp that he looks like he's taking a step forward. He's got power play goals now. He's got two of them, and I thought he's shooting the puck on the power play. So maybe, and the other guy that interests me besides Michelli is, is J.J. Moser. He's a guy that's been playing continually wow. on the yeah. right-hand it's side. Like think. And, and the same two guys we, in mind. Did yeah, you really? Yeah, he's playing, literally the same two guys. He's going to play on the left-hand side for the first time in a regular spot. We think. We think he's going to play regularly on the left, and maybe that helps get his the puck movement out of his zone and up the ice a little bit better because he defends exceptionally well. And I want to see where his where his bar is set. Well, what is the ceiling for J.J. Moser? He's he's a guy that most of the league doesn't know about and hasn't even heard of, to be honest. And he's a guy that I think can be the top pair um, right now for this team. That's why those two guys fascinate me so much because we can talk about the high-end pieces like Keller and Cooley or the guys that are coming underneath. But when you have those guys, when you have guys like that, Lawson Krause has already taken that step up, so he's another guy that's part of that core. If these two guys can take a step up to that level, then you just have more pieces to put those those prospects that are coming in, it, it becomes a more complete team. It becomes yeah. a more complete roster. Uh, so I'm really intrigued by both of those guys. A couple guys in the chat mentioned as well. Um, Dodor, I'm not sorry, sure how to say your name. Sorry. Um, said, I want to see Hayton take, make this step up. Um, Ezra said Kerfoot. Kenny also echoed, echoed Hayton as well. Um, Robert said Keller. That's another good one. Is he going to... Can he do it again? Can he do it again? consistency in his game? Um, yeah. Charles said Cooley, Michelli, and McBain. Justin said Mosier and Hayton. Time for them to take the next step. So a lot of Hayton as well. I think but, that's another really good answer. Yeah, it is. With Barry Hayton, he, he got to the net front again today. The Dursey goal, he doesn't get an assist on that, but he's standing right in front of the goaltender, Stalock, and Stalock doesn't see a thing. And and that's what his role has been. That's a very difficult place for a player to go to because you're, you're, you're staring down shots from your defenseman 100 miles an hour, and you're supposed to just stand there. And you've got like six-something guys like beating on you yes. the entire time. But yeah, but the, at least it's, it's a defined role for yep. Barrett Hayton. He knows what he needs to do with those line mates, and yep. he seems to be embracing it. Yeah, I think that that's one of the guys. I, I agree with something to watch there. The McBain one, to me, he played up in the lineup last year after Bukestad got traded, and we saw, I think he did that with some success, and I think he went to the net really hard. Mm. I still think that there's a little jumble and juggling to go on with this fourth line. I think we've seen five guys yeah, rotate in and out of there. there. And actually six when you when you include Sanford. And there's there's a lot of movement there. And I don't know what the what the answer is. I, I, the Carcone pass behind his back to McBain today was <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Exceptional. Ridiculous. So maybe it's just situations, right? You yeah. play in a physical team, you you might have the bigger bodies, yeah. and if you're playing that's a skill team, yeah, it, um, that's one of the things that I'm going to ask next week. Now that we have, once we get the final roster on Monday, it's one of the things I want to dive into. But the fourth line, yeah, has five options five, right now. You have five players right now, and, yeah. and well, really six because Sanford hasn't been sent down. So yeah, you got six. I think he will be, but I do too. But but Craig, you have five guys fighting for three spots. Yeah. It's and and if he dresses seven eleven, now you're sitting on three forwards. Hmm. So now, what? I, it's hard if you're Carcone, if you're Boyd, if you're O'Brien. You can't sit out three, four, five nights in a row. It gets really, really hard psychologically to stay involved and be a part of the team. It's really hard. So I don't know how you're going to do it with that many bodies right now. I, I don't know. Having one extra forward is hard enough. And you don't, two? you don't have the option of sending any of those no. guys down either because they're all on. Yeah, so they're on one way. They're so all on one contract. Pass, pass through waivers. And, and I'm. I mean, maybe. Maybe Carcone does. Maybe. Maybe. But he let maybe, the American well, League score. Leo might pass through too, right? Yeah, but maybe. I, I, do you want to do that with a guy like that? Who? I don't, yeah, I don't think you do. I think I you know. still. Leo O'Brien is two points tonight. He's a guy that I, I think he takes too many penalties, and I've actually told that to him, and he didn't hit me, so that was good. <laughs> but 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 he's one of the guys that could be a physical force and protect players on this team. And if you're going to play a lot of young guys, you better have somebody that can throw them, and he can. So. I don't know, and, and Boyd's another guy that was a first line center two seasons ago. It's amazing and now we're, to think we're, about we're that. We're trying yeah. to decide if, if he can fit anywhere on the roster. So, I think that that's if you if your hardest decisions, and this is what we we always used to say. It's funny you spend so much time talking about players that are going to play eight minutes a night, 
And that's right now all of the decisions you have to make is yeah. this guy's playing. So that's a good place for this coaching staff to be when their decision-making is based on guys on the fourth line. So I think this, we've all said it all along this training camp, this team has progressed and taken a big step forward. And the scores over the last few games have really proved that. Now we need to wait till next Friday to see how do they do when it counts. So we need to be honest about something here. Okay. <clears throat> the three of us. We talked a lot about Logan Cooley before and his amazing penalty shot. We were not in our seats. Oh, you weren't going to tell anybody that. Oh we were not in our seats because I don't know what you're talking about. we were getting mini donuts at that time. Of course, we were. Um, but we, we'd be remiss if we did not give our mini donut review. So it's an annual tradition. But tell the story, Leo. We were literally, like, nothing was happening. We we're going to go five minutes to go in the second period. We're going to go. There's nothing going on. <laughs> So let's go get our mini donuts. All of a sudden, we're getting donuts, and all of a sudden, ooh. And no, I heard them say penalty shot, and I, like, sprinted over. Thank God Leah had her phone handy. I did. Yep. Yeah, I did. I was ready. But she caught it. we tried three different types of mini donuts. Yes, we did. Cinnamon sugar, regular sugar, and pumpkin spice. What we should have what should have been the clue was we. PD said, how's the pumpkin spice? And she goes, she, like, <laughs> she hesitates. She goes, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Should have learned. Should have listened. Yeah. Because it, it smelled like there was a lot of spice there. It smelled there. amazing. It smelled like a lot of spice, didn't it? Smelled it smelled amazing. I don't know if it smelled, you mean, but it smelled. You mean from the, from the counter, not from the bag. From the right, bag, from the it counter. was like, yeah. From the counter. You go, oh, this is a good idea. It's warm, pumpkin-y. Yes, please. And you took one and you go, where's the flavor? And so I went out to her and I said, can we get more pumpkin spice on this? And she, I, I, I <laughs> wish you guys could have seen how much spice she threw on it. Still nothing. Did you inhale that stuff, buddy? I did. did. You, did you stick your nose in the bag? It, is, it was too Ooh, much. It yeah, was, was powerful, strong, man. But it was like snorting ether. So I thought I was going to pass out. So learned your lesson, and I, we talked a lot of the diehards here. Here's the lesson. S keep it simple. Yep. Sugar or cinnamon sugar, and that's it. That's keep it truth. simple. That's the truth. Yep. What's going on with the D-backs? I don't know. I just, yep, 7 nothing. And then wow. We talk, but we do have to talk to Kelly because right. Kelly had to go home. Kelly, one of our oh, diehards. Yes. Yep, Kelly yep, Herman, yep. one of our diehards, was here with her daughter Molly, and they went with the Neapolitan. Yep. We did not get the drizzles. They went the it Neapolitan. It was Neapolitan. Yes. Oh, yeah. According, according to the spelling to this. on the side. But what was it? It was a typo. It was a typo. Oh, yeah. well, the strawberry okay. vanilla and chocolate. And Molly, which I said it would tell her favorite, she liked the strawberry drizzle. That okay. was her, Molly's favorite. I thought about trying that, actually. And strawberry was pretty good. Hope okay. Kelly and Molly now made it home safe. Fair. Now we have another, another goal for a next year. There were a lot of donuts here in this crowd. Yeah. I, but like we pushed what is the over-under on mini donuts consumed this by group? this group? Oh, there's a lot of donuts. <laughs> but I, I think we should start getting them as a sponsor. Or at least we should get free donuts. <laughs> this segment is brought yeah, to you by the mini, the mini donut stand at the TCC. At the TCC. They're, yeah. they Go were, get your mini donuts, but maybe not the pumpkin spice ones because they are kind during, of bad. And not during a coolie penalty. No. <laughs> or yeah. do it so that the Coyotes score or the well, road Well, that won't happen here as John Ferguson Jr. just yeah. told us Logan Cooley will, will not, not be back be in two thousand. <laughs> no, no. Breaking here. news. I, I like how he said that. I don't think he's coming. <laughs> yeah. No, he's so not. What's up next? what's up next for this group? For the, for the Coyotes. Well, the cuts. I mean, they're going to have tomorrow off, and then Monday they'll practice. Oh, Some I always find that weird. You know, the day of cuts, it's, it's rough. Although maybe not so much with the Coyotes this year. But, they're yeah, final rosters guys. are due on Monday. So. Yeah, so they'll get three guys done tomorrow. And, and uh, ironically, they're here. I mean, that's what I wondered, too. Are they even going are back they even with the going team? Back. Yeah. Like, it's almost a shame to drive them back and then drive them. But they do because they have cars there and stuff. So it kind of sucks, but they all had to go. Your home. bets? Who's, who's staying? Um, Sanford, Soderstrom, and yeah. Prosvitov. Yeah. Are coming back. Yeah. yeah. Back down the I-10. Back yep. down the I-10. Yep. And we will um, update everybody on Monday when those cuts happen. Are we working Monday? Again? We are. We do have a sh uh, we have a show Monday through Friday next week. <sighs> but Friday's the game. Friday's the game. Friday's the game. We and got we previews. Are, we got yeah, previews. Yeah, we, we got uh, yeah. we got our Western Conference previews, so we'll have that. We have, uh, we're going to try and do a- Team preview on Thursday. We're going to do our Coyotes season preview. And on Friday- Petey and I are going to do a live watch along yes, during the game. We are. Um, I'll so be at the Rock. Yeah, that'll be fun. Right. Craig is going to actually be there. Yep. In the, in the Rock, and, and you're going to walk, go for a nice walk between periods. Oh yeah, it's outside. A, it's beautiful neighborhood. <laughs> beautiful neighborhood. <laughs> if I need some wound care, I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. I bet you can get a tattoo <laughs> parlor within a block or two. Yo, yo. Um, but yeah, it'll be fun. So we, we've talked about the, if 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 you want that second screen experience from your antenna on fifteen point two. You can jump over and watch Leah and I on a second screen because we're going to talk about the game the entire game. And I'm going to hopefully do some more Petey's Puck Talks and live whiteboard talks and 
and we're going to teach people the game of hockey during the game. So so make it a make it a two screen experience. Yep, should be a lot of fun. Yep. Um, this was a really fun day. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite parts was seeing all of the PHNX yes. and yeah, PHNX cool. Coyotes shirts. Um, when especially at Illegal Pete's when we yep. walked in. Um, and by the way, thank you to everybody who came out to Illegal Pete's. Oh, they had are. an amazing there turnout. It was so freaking fun. I can't believe. Like Look at that good this, we got crew. this many people together in another city. Like, how yeah. did we do th- Craig? Look at that really tall Craig. guy on the right. What oh. happened? Craig. 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 That is bizarre. I don't know how that happened. But we saw a ton of great um, Coyote shirts, and it just makes me really happy to see. I had a few people show me their shirts under their yes. Coyotes Kachina jerseys. Fire. That made me really happy. Yes. So grab yours right now. Get ready for the season. phnxlocker.com. <gasps> if you're not a diehard and you want to get a free shirt, you can sign up and, you, and uh, get a free shirt when you sign up to become a diehard and if you're a diehard you get 20 percent off shirts so one of the many perks to being Leah, a, a is diehard. there a new sh- shirt coming there may be maybe and i a, think it's pretty cool maybe a new shirt that's very cool i think it's pretty cool <laughs> pretty so cool. i don't know could pretty be cool. a could be mm. a cool one to get um all right. <laughs> and as always um join us at all of our, our events you get 20 percent off any of our ticketed events but we also have free phnx cardinals away game watch parties for all away games at the bet mgm sportsbook this season so join us for those for ticket raffles prize giveaways and more and while we're talking about the diehards if you are here yeah, the at the hilton double tree yeah, yeah if you are here group at shot. the hilton Another group shot double tree which thank you Try again to tear down the wires till the hilton Emma for won't be happy Woo, a coolie get, jersey. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Um, by the All way, right, you go. Kate got me in queso. Get some FaceTime. So Camera's over here. Thank you again time. to the Double Tree by Hilton in Tucson for hosting us. This has been an amazing venue. Look yes. at all the diehards who made the trip to Tucson. Oh. Some live here. Some live in Sierra Vista. Some live in Phoenix. Some live in Gilbert. We have the whole squad. We appreciate you all so much. This is awesome. Seriously. I guess we're just posing to the camera. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers, everyone. Um, this has been so fun. I love this tradition. We'll keep yeah, it going. Cool. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for the season. So if you're watching this, having FOMO, don't worry. We have a lot of fun things ahead this year it's going to be a great coyote season i'm really excited preseason is in the books everybody it's time for the regular season let's do this you can follow us on twitter at craig s morgan at leah merrill at s peters hockey at emma clark emma and clark there we go (laughs) there it is thanks thank you emma by the way for producing us today sean's busy watching the wagon d back so he had to you know be back in the valley but again you can follow us on Twitter, at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live and you never miss anything. Big weekend for PHNX Sports, by the way. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody, and we will see you all on Monday.